nights when one drink with the girls turns into a bottle, but you need your car for brunch the next day. There's pickup. Or at Friday work drinks, where you don't want to leave your car with expensive tools at the pub. There's pickup. Don't miss out on the fun. Get a pickup. Simply book on our app, and we'll pick you up to drive you and your car home. Two drivers arrive, one drives you home in your car, and the other driver follows. Download the pickup app today. That's PKUP, and wake up worry free. Hi, I'm Jamie Wincup. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. You're listening to V8 Insiders. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars. Here we're talking Craig Bell, and we're very excited. We're joined by one of the newest podium getters of uh, 2021. In these COVID times, welcome on board, Will Brown. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. It's wonderful, and we uh, fully intended to be talking to you, and we didn't know in the circumstances when we were going to be talking to you, but we couldn't be more excited because we know uh, what an excitable person you are, how much you give to race fans because of the way in which you're so enthusiastic about what you do. And you couldn't be in a better place. You're uh, with a bunch of people who love motorsport and with uh, Betty, Daniel, Flamenco and uh, Barry Ryan and the crew around you. That was a fantastic result for you, Will. Obviously, Saturday could have been different, but to get that podium, to get second place on Sunday was fantastic. Yeah, definitely. I think, as you say, I have a, have a lot of fun going racing and uh, that's why I started off racing. So I try and roll that through even, um, you know, at the highest level of the, you know, professional side we're at now. But, um, I think Erebus is a great team for that. We all uh, get along very well. You can see that uh, myself and Brody and the whole team. But um, you know, on the weekend it showed. Uh, you know, the bounce back fantastic. Um, you know, taking two rookie drivers on this year and um, you know two new engineers for us both to be on the podium. And um, you know, I, we, I believe that if we didn't uh, have a bit of a muck up in the pit stop on Saturday, we could have won a race that day and be very competitive. So um, yeah, it's been fantastic. Both you and Brody talked about the team and the way in which you'd worked at so many different aspects of competing in motorsport in a time of pit stops and so much of it involved in strategy and things like that. Now, clearly, if that pit stop hadn't, and it was a very small slip, but as you know, they have consequences. Saturday could have been so different, but you both were so enthusiastic about the way in which the team had responded because they clearly gave you a weapon. Yeah, that's right. The team, uh, you know, you Sometimes, well, really, only as good as your machinery, and the and the boys and girls at Erebus gave us, uh, you know, a car that uh, we could win in. And I believe me and Jody, would, uh, me and Brody, so we're doing a fantastic job driving on the weekend as well. And I feel like it was the best we've driven. Um, so yeah, really happy. It's obviously a, a, a team sport. Um, you know, when some people first start watching motorsport, they think, "How is this a team sport?" Um, and then they work it out. Like you know, that pit stop. It's uh, you know, we win and lose together, and um, you know, it's all part of it. It makes it very exciting, I think. Now, I believe Will that after Brody got on the podium, he we saw him run off. Is it true he gave the trophy to you and said, "This really is yours"? Yeah, very true. Uh, Brody came down, handed it to me, and said. Uh, he, this is your trophy, and I said, oh, you know, not really the way I want to win it. Um, you, you know, it's just uh, not really the way I want to get on the podium. So, you know, I didn't take the trophy. It's obviously, uh, you know, the team's, the team's trophy. They keep it. But, uh, you know, it was very no- nice and a very nice gesture to come down. And, uh, you know, he was understanding of, of the mishap in the pit stop. And, um, you know, he knew that, you know, potentially I should have been up there. But, um, you know, it's it was fantastic to have at least, you know, one 
Erebus driver up there in the end. I was stoked for Brody to be on the podium. Um, he was driving great. So, uh, you know, we're always happy for each other down there. We're very good mates. So uh, I think that's what helps us so much. There's never, you know, I wasn't disappointed at all that he was on the he was on the podium and I wasn't. I was disappointed I wasn't on the podium. But, um, you know, there was nothing like that. So uh, it's, it's what helps us go racing and I think uh, have so much fun and also push each other forward. Um, you know, I wanted to get on the podium as much as he did and, uh, you know, we always are trying to beat each other, but um, we do it in a way that we don't get angry at each other or, you know, try to hide information from each other or anything like that. Both you and Brody have a number of things in common. Obviously, both first-year drivers at Erebus, but more importantly, you're young and enthusiastic. Go about your motorsport in different ways. And this year, at different tracks, you and Brody have shone different degrees. But here at Sydney Motorsport Park, you both were shining. Both cars in the top 10 on all, all, all three days virtually. What is it about, uh, you know, is, is your driving styles adapted or are they were they close together in the first place? Yeah, I believe they were close together um, in the first place. I think we've both, um, like you say, shown, you know, maybe different sorts of paces at different places. But, um, you know, we've definitely been quite similar. I've found that we've uh, qualified very close to each other at mostly tracks throughout the year and also finish very close to each other. So, you know, which is, I think is a really good thing because it means we're probably maximising the car we have underneath us. Um, and then, you know, Sydney Motorsport Park, we both love the circuit here um, and have done well here. And obviously the engineers um, have tuned us up and given us a really fast car because, to be honest, uh, looking in previous years uh, and, and even like Barry saying, they were sometimes a bit, you know, not really looking forward to coming to Sydney because, you know, their results were generally eight or, you know, around there. So, um, you know, for us to do this this weekend, it shows also that the engineers are doing a fantastic job as well getting the cars so fast. Now, Will, you're working with Tom Moore, who stepped up to the uh, engineering role, the lead role with you. What has been your experience with him and building that relationship? Oh yeah, I already got along fantastic with Tom before. It, but, um, he was obviously the data engineer last year, and uh, I've been with the team three years already. So, um, you know, to be working with Tom straight up this year it was uh, it was just like stepping up with him from from previously working. So, very happy with uh, with working with him. He does a fantastic job, and um, yeah, he's made it very easy. And as you can see, the car's fast, so he's he's doing his job, and we're having fun doing it. Was it? A little bit of a case at first. You were you're both trying to speak the same language, or had you already worked that out from your previous experience with each other? Yeah, the engineer me, uh, Tom did last year in Super Two at City Motorsport Park, and um, you know it was it was a good weekend. We were both talking the same language, and straight away when we jumped into um, into you know main game together this year and uh and working with him we haven't had a you know a problem at all actually this year we've uh, definitely been talking the same language and getting the car you know where we want it to be and i think that's the same with Brody and george and we're working very well with them together um collectively and i think that really helps as well because um when you've got two cars working well together and two engineers you can do double the changes obviously between a session you can work out uh you know what what works and what doesn't and probably the best thing is we've got two engineers that don't um 
you know, they're happy to go, I guess, um, you know, to each other's setups if, um, if needed. And that's a big thing. If, um, if Brody's car is faster than mine, we'll, we'll choose his de- setup or adapt his setup into ours and, um, go from there and they'll do the same. You've got a fair bit of time following both the Shell Mustangs at the weekend. Could you see the spots where there was a weakness in either Will or, or Anton's car compared to your own Commodore? Yeah, it was a bit of a tough one because people were doing two tyres, people doing four tyres, and there was different strategies. So, um, you know, there was sometimes that I was, you know, obviously in the last race I was chasing Anton down and uh, had a lot of pace on him, but uh, he'd done four, he'd done two tyres, I'd done four. So it's hard to say exactly where, you know, we were faster and all of that sort of stuff. Um, but you know, I, I feel like there wasn't a massive difference throughout the whole weekend even look at the micro sectors that um that absolutely gapped us obviously anton was uh consistently quicker in qualifying um but throughout the race there wasn't probably a noticeable area now you had a night race then two day races this weekend when you go back to sydney motorsport park you've got two night races do you think that those that's that uh, arrangement is going to make for better racing or you don't think it makes a difference oh, night and day doesn't really make a difference to me um, i don't think it'll make a difference to the cars they're obviously t- trying different tire things like soft sand hards so that will make a difference to the racing and definitely um you know make it a little bit more exciting a lot more passing and uh sydney's a high deg uh, circuit as you can see so I definitely think um, you know there'll be some some good great racing this weekend. I guess that's probably the tire a little bit, and and in the end it all um, you know plateaus out in a way. But um, yeah, I think uh, it'll be good doing two night races. People uh, you know can get that get their jobs done during the day and then watch us at night. Mm. And going by what happened last Saturday night, it was the fourth watched race of the year most watch race of the year, and I think it had something like half a million view- viewers, which is, you know, right up there with what uh, certainly the new owners would be wanting, a lot of eyeballs watching a, a lot of mobile billboards. Yeah, it's fantastic. For us to be back racing at Sydney Motorsport Park is, is great for us. Uh, we're all pumped about it. And, uh, you know, I, I know there's, uh, and supercars do, that there's probably, they cop a little bit of flack that we are doing um you know, four weekends, four weekends in a row at Sydney, but it's the best we could do right now, and uh, and I think it's great. So hopefully we can change that up with the tyres and make the racing great, and uh, you know, keep keep those eyeballs watching. And uh, you know, it's the lead up to Bathurst where we're all happy that we can get our you know twelve rounds done for the year, get our championship done, and then next year is looking really positive. Obviously, supercars with the sale that that looks positive right now. Um, and everything looks good there. And then also, um, you know, with, with the COVID situation, it looks like we'll be able to travel more and, and, and finish our, um, you know, do our season how we used to. Given that uh, you're in such a, a high-impact team sport and you know more than anyone else in this country the uh, impact that can happen, can you give us a full understanding of your understanding of uh, what happened in that Saturday night pit stop for you? Yeah, it was just um, just an honest mistake. One of uh, the when they put the wheel on, the wheel nuts popped out. Um, of yeah, which which is something the team checked. You know, they all check it. I'm sure mine was checked, and it's just a mistake. But um, definitely something where the wheel nuts over time, I believe, um, can become a little bit like soft, or and um, they can pop out a bit easier. So it's about keeping all that sort of stuff up to um, up to a standard that you know these sort of mistakes don't happen. I'm sure, yeah. So I'm sure mine was 
it was just a mistake and uh, and the wheel nut was was quite new, but it's just checking all of those things and making sure we don't have those mistakes in the future. Um, and yeah, but we've seen it happen with Triple Eight and, and all sorts of teams that, that run to a high degree um, over the years. But uh, yeah, it's just those things in pit stops that uh, that just happen and, and there's nothing more you can really do about it. You know, the rest of my pit stops were great throughout the weekend. So yeah, it's just, like I say, at, at, at the moment, I was probably a bit disappointed. I knew what was going on, but to be honest, I, you know, when I got back out there, I thought, there's not much I can do here. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. That's that's generally what I live my life by. That once it's happened, you can't really change much. There's no point getting upset about it. We may as well press on and, and try to do better in the next race and work out how we can. Well, your team owner, Betty Clemenko, has taken a stand over the the four races at Sydney Motorsport Park because of the the rules around double vaccination. As we speak on Tuesday, uh, there's one driver whose status is a concern and is being investigated. How do you, what do you have a, a thought on where racing is and requirements of this type are, and how they cross over with motorsport? Uh, yeah, I, to be honest, uh, you know, I just do as I'm told. Uh, I wanted to go back racing, so I get the shot. Um, and I also want to, you know, get back to Australia being normal, and that's obviously the way we can do it. Uh, you know, I've got no, do I like the shot, do I not? I don't really mind. Like I said, I just do what I'm told. I'm pretty easy going, and uh, I want to go back racing and be back normal. And to me, that looked like the way. So, um, you know, I'm I really have no information. I've seen Speed Cafe's article about it as well. Um, and my understanding was that all the drivers were vaccinated. So we definitely are down at Erebus um, and, you know, have, have abided by the rules and, and done it the right way so that we can get back, you know, back racing and not put the sport into a hindrance, really. Um, you know, for us, we just want to want to be out there. We want to be at Bathurst, have all the fans at Bathurst and, um, you know, some things in life that you you don't like, but uh, you just got to do it, and, and that's my attitude towards it. Did you're a young man? Um, just trying to think. You were born in what ninety eight, something yep. around there. Did you have any trouble going through the vaccination process, or it, were, did you have to you know go to a doctor or go somewhere special to be able to get double vaxxed? No, no. By the time I got vaxxed, um, you know, you could just book in and and go and get it and there was no troubles at all. Like, you know, I might have felt a bit tired for a day or something like that on one of them. But, uh, yeah, like I say, there was no drama. Obviously, you hear the stories but and and all of that about about the vaccination and everything like that. But um, I believe when you're vaccinating probably 80 or 90% of the population, there's going to be things that happen, isn't there? One thing that became evident on uh, Saturday night, Will, was uh, quite apart from a pit stop, was the uh, the change to four tyres as a strategy worked because uh, you, you know clearly you were fast and would have been uh, right up there uh, uh, and potentially going to win that race. Um, that must have given you a great deal of heart that that, that strategy worked. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, we took a bit of a hit though. Anton had a bit quicker car, so. Um you know, I'm I'm trying to think back on Anton's result. I think it might have been a first, a second, and maybe a fifth. Um, so for us, even if that pit stop was great, it might have been a first, a second, and a twelfth. So it definitely worked. But I think um, you know Anton would have got better points on us for the weekend. So that's something we have to look at and see if we've got the car pace to um, to go back to doing two tyres and and all of that um, to to try and be a little bit more consistent, if you know what I mean. But for us. 
um, we were quite happy to get those results and sort of hurt one of the races a little bit. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just weighing off in your car pace. Obviously, like I say, Anton's Anton's you know a, a little bit up the road on everyone right now, so he can sort of do the strategy that he would like. Um, but yeah, definitely, I think we could have you know we, we were battling for the win in the last one, um, which was which was fantastic, and that was second. And I, and I really do think we could have won that one at the start. Um, we would have come out of the pits nothing like eight, you know that ten seconds by an Anton in the first one. Um, and it would have been the exact same tyres that we had in the last one, really, um, the strategy. So, yeah, so I think we could have had very good pace in that one. Clearly, with the $25,000 bow repair money for the four rounds at Sydney Motorsport Park up for grabs, um, you're clearly on that leaderboard uh, uh, at this stage, uh, with Anton uh, being disqualified from race uh, 21. Um, it obviously puts him on a, on a back foot. But um, it, does that give you a little bit more incentive? I mean, you know, obviously that money would be put, well, obviously, but it would appear that money would be put towards a Christmas party or something for the Erebus boys and girls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we'll, we'll be doing something with the crew for sure. And, uh, you know, you know, it definitely, I guess, gives some sort of incentive. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm going out there to win races no matter what. Um, it doesn't matter if there's 25 grand prize money or not but um you know it's obviously a, a nice little bonus at the end if you can win it um that's for sure but uh yeah us down in Erebus we're just uh, having a crack every weekend to try and win races that's all we're trying to do mm. and uh, just a oh, I'll say on the lighter side we haven't been all that heavy but you <laughs> you weighed in at the beginning of the year around 64 kilos your teammate weighed in around 96 kilos so at the beginning of the year he was closer to my weight than yours after this break, he's getting close to your weight, and all of a sudden, his car is a is a lot lighter when it goes racing. Are you feeling like uh, you might have uh, had a bit of a, a rough run with your teammate here, dropping a few kilos? I think what is it, ten, eleven kilos he's dropped. Yeah, it's a bit. I think uh, his weights are a little bit out. I wasn't so, I wasn't sixty four. I was seventy four, and Brady was a little bit above what uh, what you probably said as well. But um, to be honest. You know, Brody's done a fantastic job to, you know, probably drop 11 or 12 kilos. And, um, you know, he's he's just working out. He's doing a fantastic job in the in the car and everything like that. And, uh, you know, he, he's an awesome driver. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's always going to help. Mm. And, of course, you uh, when you're not racing, you're often working in the family car yard. This, this month of racing is going to really um, muck you around in the yearly sales tally, isn't it? <laughs> Hopefully we've got some uh, good enough people there to uh, keep it rolling on. So uh, you know, I do a lot of uh, the buying and selling um, when I'm there with my with my old man, and then um, my brother's back as well now. Uh, so you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, I, you know, we uh, I go racing, and I obviously racing's you know the most important thing to me for the year. But I definitely enjoy the car yard, and I enjoy that business side of things, and uh, I always have. So. Um, you know, I'll definitely be back there over Christmas and uh, and early in the new year, and then start prepping for the season. But uh, yeah, I work each week and uh, I train in the mornings, and uh, got, you know, I've got a very balanced life between work and uh, and racing, and uh, I very much enjoy that side of things. I'm not really someone who wants to, you know, go home from racing and you know go to the gym once a day and 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 do all that sort of stuff. I enjoy the work side of it and uh, everything there. Well. Wasn't that many years ago when you won two national championships, second in the the Formula Ford in the same year? Is it 
a bit surreal now to be at the pinnacle of Australian motorsport? And was that the end game right from the start? Yeah, to be honest, that was supercars was the end game for me uh, right at the start. Um, I never really had ambitions to go overseas and race. I'm a bit of a homebody, you know. I've got my friends here. I I do a lot with even my school friends, everything like that. When when I go home, I you know go and do all that and very much enjoy it. And I enjoy that side away from motorsport as well. Um, so to go overseas for me, it would have been quite a tough one. So I always aimed for V8 supercars. I always enjoyed V8 supercars a lot, and um, and that sort of He'd probably say nearly bogan side of it in a way. Um, so uh, yeah, it's it's fantastic. You know, four years, five, yeah, four or five on from winning those championships um, to be now, um, you know, competing in supercars. But also for me, it's 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 even more exciting not just to be competing, but to be competitive. Um, you know, to be up there on the podium now, and uh, you know, probably putting a bit of pressure on some of the guys you used to idolise. One of the amazing things for you is that unlike most of the drivers in pit lane, your co-driver is never far away. He uh, pops in regularly into the garage and obviously would be uh, very encouraged about being in the the Erebus team. That's being Jack Perkins. Uh, It's wonderful for you to have him so close. Yeah, it's fantastic. Obviously, uh, Jack comes with a high pedigree of racing and um, he's done a fantastic job as a co-driver throughout the years. So when we knew we could get him, uh, obviously Barry jumped on him and... uh, you know, um, I guess, uh, you know, Barry's got a good connection with uh, with Larry, uh, being, have worked under him. So um, it just all really fits Erebus, Erebus uh, I guess, Bill there. And, um, you know, we all get along well. And Jack's a very likable character. So uh, pumped to have him on board next year. And uh, he's also, you know, a very good driver. So all in all, he's, he's the complete package. And I think he'll do a fantastic job at uh, Bathurst. Barry, like myself, has known Jack since, he wore shorts, not because it was a hot day, but because he was a young man, a young boy, in <laughs> fact. I can remember Jack. Jack being a, a, a toddler, being looking for trouble at the back of the Bathurst pit back in the early 90s. Anyway, um, just very briefly before we finish, Will, talk us about this weekend. So you've got three races, two of them at night, on a Saturday and a Sunday night. The tyre allocation is uh, hard and super soft, is it, or soft and super soft? Uh, I believe it's hard and soft from what I from what I know. Okay, and you've got to wear both in those races. Yeah, well, it's a bit of a tough one. You've got uh, you know this weekend we've, we're probably going to go through it a lot more and start preparing for this weekend. But you know we we all um, have been talking about and we've got uh, five qualifying sessions with three um, three lots of soft tires and two hards. So when do you run your hards and when do you run your softs or do you run old softs in qualifying because they're going to be faster than new hards and there's there's a lot of variables this weekend and it's going to make for some exciting qualifying sessions and racing and all of that and it might not be the genuine pace of your car but you know you could not be at the front when you've got a very fast car so um that's something we've got to work out run through it and and see how we're going to minimize and and be the most consistent because once again we don't want um just a standout result due to tires we want uh you know, to be to to be up there consistently um, and banking those points. Last weekend, we came third in the points, and uh, you know, I believe we could have been second if we didn't have that mishap. So, um, yeah, definitely, we've got to we've got to be uh, working on those tyres and start getting the strategy together. Well, Will, I'm sure that Craig and myself will be watching this weekend, and many other thousands of people and tens of thousands of people around Australia, and hopefully, we'll be seeing some more of Will Brown and Brody Kostecki climbing on the steps the podium at City Motorsport Congratulations again, Will. Fantastically done. 
please pass your congratulations to both of us, Thanks. to uh, all the team at Erebus. Wonderfully done. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.